Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Cuckoo, 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 Cool, Cool Down. Down. And today you, you we've got. Well uh, oh, yeah, not as good as Silo. Silo wants to claim this this intro for himself. Maybe next week you can have it on your fiftieth appearance, but you're not there yet. So let me have it because today is officially my fiftieth appearance. Can I get a little round of applause, please? Hey. Oh, 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 I'm fifty. Uh, I'll show you. Talk to the books there. Possibly. We'll have to find out later. But the spreadsheet says it's my 50th today, and I'm not going to let anyone take that away from me, just like no one can take away St. Maximum's goal this weekend. Am I right, Nick? He did this dance. It's like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take it, bro. I'll take it. If, oh, if only you could do it as well, Nick. Before we kick off the normal conversation, we've got a special guest in the house today. And largely because of the huge result we saw on the weekend, Leeds United. Darren Smalley, you've been watching our show for the last couple of weeks. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we're really, really happy to have you. So how are you doing, my man? Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I've been watching your guys' show for the past few weeks and some real quality content. I've really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, and like you say, I mean, massive results on the weekend. I'll be honest, I wasn't um, expecting that. I'm on a I'm on a um, Leeds United supporters group, and obviously these three games that we had coming up: City, United, and Liverpool, or City, Liverpool, United. I always said, well. We won't get zero from it. We'll definitely get some points, but I never expected it to be City, to be fair. So, yeah, come on, get, three in points. get in there, Darren. Come on. Um, yeah, man. Uh, uh, beating, beating Leeds United at home is not for everyone. <laughs> yeah, but so, yeah. so that's three points, man. That's three points of one game. The next two games aren't, aren't easy fixtures either. But I mean, jeepers, yeah, what a game that was, man. Yeah, and I mean, the red card, obviously. I thought that that was going to put the cat amongst the pig- pigeons, but um, yeah, mm-hmm. they, they fought. We, we showed a different element to ourselves on the weekend, I think. Um, Leeds the whole season have kind of just played this ultra-attacking style where it's just gung-ho the whole time. Um, and then obviously with mm-hmm. the red card, we had to adjust a bit and defend <laughs> for the whole second half and uh, yeah, hit them on the counter-attack. So yeah, that was great. Were you excited I, about seeing that actually happen on the day, uh, uh, Derek? Where, you know, generally leads do get themselves into good positions, but because they continue this uh, momentum of trying to go forward all the time, they open themselves up at, at the back. Were you happy with the gents taking that position of saying, look, let's just wait for the counter to come out? Yeah, I think so. The only thing is, I don't know if you guys listened to Stuart Dallas's interview afterwards. The only reason we did do that was because of the red card, though, to be fair. Um, so I, I, I've, I've heard I've heard a few pundits say that we need to kind of maybe adjust and, and um, in certain situations maybe look at defending a bit more often. But um, look at I don't know uh, in Bielsa we trust ultimately. So uh, whatever <laughs> whatever he says we go with I guess. So um, and to be I, fair, that, to be that fair, is guys, interesting. Yeah. that is interesting. I've I've been very vocal about this, um, and yeah, like Claudia, I think you know where. No, no, no. I rate Bielsa. Bielsa is a proven tactician. But I've, I've said it. I said it a, a couple of months ago. I said, if you guys are going to kick on and be a top six, top seven team, yeah. he's going to have to adapt the style with the players that he has. Because yeah. ultimately, the players that you have are only going to get you so far. That's just my opinion. I mean, if, if you are going to go into the, the, the upper realms of your, of your six, you know, the top six, top seven, 
you know, yeah. teams are going to expose you. And you have been exposed to a fair, fair degree this year at times. Um, but it has paid off at times. So I would just, I, I would, and you know, Bielsa's a, he's a master at it. And I'm, I'm assuming, you know, if they, the, the, if the longer they stay in the league, the more money they'll get and the better players they'll eventually sign. So, yeah, well done to them for now. But that's just, yeah, that's just my opinion on the matter. Yeah, Darren, I don't yeah. know if you want to... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, I, I agree with Nick uh, on a fair few aspects there. I think, um, look, I mean, Bielsa took over at Leeds three seasons ago and we've played a similar style since the start. Um, the, the thing is, and what you say is fair, with the um, with the investments and, and future players coming in, with the players we've got, I mean, it can they can only take us so far. Like, we're never going to... As much as we're only four points of Europe at the moment that's not going to happen right so mm. with the players that we've got so so at the end of the day yeah we're going to need investment but three or four months ago i can't remember the exact date but the san francisco 49ers bought 35 percent of leads so yeah. there's big investment coming from there um so let's see what happens in the transfer market and see if we can invest and, and bring in some some quality quality players not that I mean, I'll always love our players that brought us up. They'll always obviously hold a special place in all Leeds fans' hearts. But like you say, I mean, they can only take you so far at the end of the day. Mm. You, need some, you, need but, some, you need some added quality uh, to certain positions. I think there is quality and there are internationals within your team. You know, you look at, yeah. uh, uh, what's this guy's name? Um, Lorente is in the Spain yeah. squad. You know, I mean, Bamford is knocking on the England squad. Um, Phillips plays for England. Yeah. For England. Uh, Rafinha uh, has been called up to Brazil. Um, then there's the German yeah. guy who also plays yeah, for, Robin, for Germany as well. Robin you know Park, what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then and Melia is in the under 21 squad for France. So, there are elements of your team where there are international level players and they are players like top six level players, I think. And then there's just the the grafters, you know. What I mean, your 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 Luke Ailings, mm-hmm. uh, your Dallas's. These guys are just they just graft. Um, Dallas plays any position. You can play him left back. You can play him left wing back. You can play him center back, right wing back. Any position mid, he does well in the position. You know what I mean, even goalkeeper will probably do a great job. You know what I mean? That guy, that guy is everywhere. So I think <laughs> exactly. So you need to you need such you need such players, but just a little bit. I think maybe like three more signings. Um, you know, then then I think you'll you'll definitely. Um, do well um, going forward. But before we, we talk about, you know, the possible signings and how they can strengthen moving forward and for the next season, I think Pum's asked a good question, but will Bielsa even stay at the end of the season? Because his contract does expire and we know the conversations, or he likes having his conversations at the end of the season. And now there's this, it's all up in the air where they are making contingency plans in case he does choose not to renew the contract. So what's your overall feeling with that, Darren? Look, Bielsa is from, from day one. He's, he's, always signed a one-year rolling contract. He's never, ever signed a long-term contract with us. Um, so I think, look, there, there's things going around at the moment because he's saying, look, if the club do want an, a long-term commitment from me or, or answer from me, they will, he will provide one if they do push him for one. But I think, you know, Leeds don't want to put him in that position whereby he might be like, okay, well, no, you know what? I actually want to leave. Um, but... When, 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 it, when it comes to Bielsa leaving, where else is he going to go? Because the thing is, he's not going to go to another Prem club. He's, he's a football romantic. He, will, he won't go to any of the big, the massive clubs. You look at the past clubs that he's been to, like um, Marseille, uh, I think Marseille he was at. 
yeah. and Athletic Bilbao and all those type of clubs. Uh, he was at Lazio for three days before he left. Um, <laughs> great, great all, innings there. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, all those clubs, they're not massive clubs. They, they, they're decent clubs in their own right. Very similar to Leeds in that regard. Like I, I've always thought that Leeds is a massive club. <laughs> Um, but but the thing is, we're not we're not a we're not a Manchester United or or a or a Chelsea, anything like that yet. Um, but I think that's what that's what made made him fall in love with Leeds and um, and yeah, long 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 may it last, and hopefully he stays. Um, you, you the, the interesting thing when you say um, you know uh, you're not a, you're not a, you're not a big club and so on, you know you know I look at the the, the other guy who's on the show uh, who's a Newcastle supporter. You're 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 doing much better than Newcastle. Leeds are a massive club in their own right. If you if you actually think 100%. about it, if you look if you look at English history and, and within the, the football clubs and stuff, they are a massive club. And when I started mm-hmm. sporting Leeds I mean, it was basically around 97, 98 when they made Lucas captain, um, Lucas Rodebe, obviously. And um, yeah, and back in those days, we were a top four club. You know, we made yeah. 2000, 2000. You had a Mark Vaduka. Mark Vaduka, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's some players there, man. That was, that was a good team. And we made we made the semi finals of the Champions League in 2001, you know, so yeah, before yeah. everything capitulated and we went into administration and all those type of things. So, so I mean, in our own rights, we've always been a massive club and, and people have been waiting 16 years for us to come back. And I think we've come back with a storm, to be honest. Uh, I don't think anyone expected us to be in the top 10 with seven games left to go, uh, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, um, especially so just four true. points from the, the top four as well with the style of football that you guys have been able to continue yeah. into the Premier League, which is... Mm. Very, very impressive for a team that's just come in. So, Ronald, I agree. 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 I if you remember, Newcastle were in that top four with you guys for yeah, no, majority of that period in the early 2000s. Uh, I think uh, a, little, a little, a little, Liverpool um, aside from Merseyside used to finish like sixth, fifth, or sixth um, <laughs> in the early 2000s, around about there. When we, were, when we were going to, yeah, it is about being consistent. So you've got two big, you've got two consistently big clubs here. Oh wait, two consistently. <laughs> Inconsistent, <laughs> big clubs. English. Is, <laughs> Even the English is failing you, Nick. Just come bring it back. If, if we gotta reel this all back into the actual game, and Mark Johnson, thank you for joining us, man. Awesome seeing you. He comments and he says, you know, as an LFC supporter, he was very impressed with the Leeds results. I think we all were, to be fair. And then he gave, he goes on to the point that Sillo's already touched on. If you have Dallas in your fantasy team, it's amazing because he plays all the positions and he comes right to the points, which is amazing. Yeah. But one thing I want to talk about is, you know, Nick said, and he's been vocal about this, he's already touched on the fact that, you know, you can't play the way Bielsa plays and get away with it. But as we're looking now, they're mid-table. 
out of the last four games, they are unbeaten. They've won three now in a row. And one of the last ones, obviously, against City. And if they weren't still attacking sort of mind, or if they didn't have the attacking mindset, they don't go on to win that game. At 10 men, they sit and they be defensive. True. Man City go and they pick them apart. And that's the end yeah. result. So yeah. fair play to Bielsa for that, who gave belief to the players to keep going. No, definitely. No, I think sure. even even that even that Rafinha chance where Rafinha was one on one with the keeper, that's that 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 is the mentality of if you get a break, go for it. You know what I mean? I try yeah. try 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 sneak a goal. You know what I mean? It's not it's not like you know. I'm, I have to use your example. Sorry, uh, New, uh, Newcastle. Newcastle at at the Etihad, they were just they were just a, um, two banks of two banks of five. Like literally yeah. five five. That was a formation five five. Where if someone gets the ball, no one's trying to run. No one's trying yeah, to make a run. To, every week, no, no, no one's trying to get over the halfway line. They were just like hoof the ball up front, hoof it to the corners, um, throw-ins, whatever. They weren't trying to actually score a goal, and that's why you guys obviously never even got a shot on target probably that day. Yeah, easy, yeah, and, easy, and, and easy listen, on what, what, guys, what a what a player, yeah, what a player he is, by the way, Rafinha. What do you guys think of Rafinha? If I might ask. He's no, not going to be at Leeds at the end of the season. Yeah, he's a great player. He's a great player. He's a great acquisition. I think if you look at the players that you guys signed for, let's say, more than 15 million pounds, uh, I think he's your best signing. Um, yeah, because obviously you signed, you, you signed him, you signed Rodrigo, you signed Koch, you signed uh, Lorente. Well, Lorente. So you signed those four yeah. players. And I think Rafinha was the one who obviously has shined the most. And and obviously, it's, it's quite surprising because uh, not much was said about him. Much more was said about Rodrigo, uh, who's obviously a more experienced player. But he's, he's 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 been hot and cold. But Rafinha, star player. Star player. I think I, I would take him on my right wing any day. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a quality player. I would, and we got him for a snip, 17 million. I mean, that's crazy. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's proper. Um, before we move on to the next game, I just want to comment. We've got Dean Whitaker saying, what is he saying? He's saying it's going to be a big game for Liverpool Leeds this coming weekend. I know we're going to, we always speak on about the upcoming fixtures on pre-match Muti, but Darren, how are you feeling going into this sort of week for preparation for Leeds and the, Leeds and the, the prospect of facing Liverpool? Yeah, so, so Dean, Dean's actually a Liverpool supporter, funny enough. So um, uh, basically... Before before these three games came about, I actually thought uh, I thought we'd lose to City. I thought we'd draw to Liverpool, and I thought we'd beat Man United. Um, but it's it's because we owe Man United one after that six two. So um, I, I think uh, I think that was my mindset. But look, I mean, we obviously going to have confidence going into Monday, um, which is also a pity. I was hoping that it would um, the game would be on a weekend, but uh, it doesn't really matter, I guess. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think um, look, we can. I would be happy with a point. To be honest, I, I'll take a point now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think two wins in a row, top top ten or top seven clubs. That's that'll be amazing. But uh, so know, so from one to ten, Darren, one to ten, confidence on your end. Where would you rank it in terms of a win? Yeah, or a result. Um, or a draw, a point. I would I would give confidence about a seven out of ten. Um, okay. A win maybe not. Maybe a win maybe about a four. 
if, if I'm being completely honest with myself. <laughs> Come on, you need to have more confidence. You play at Ellen Road, you play against Liverpool. Liverpool will be licking their wounds. They'll be yeah. after getting knocked out of the Champions yeah. League. You know what I mean? Come hey, on, hey, you have see, a good see what happens. But, but, United, United has one good weekend here, yeah, now they're getting larger. <laughs> so what do you want to say? What do you mean, one good weekend? I understand where Darren's coming from. You know, like most teams, the top four, top seven teams, don't look at as at a at, at a Leeds team as an easy win anymore. They kind yeah, of prepare very well for you. Yeah, true. They kind of true. get themselves uh, stocked and ready to to actually fire on all cylinders. They don't rest players uh, for Leeds a game, and that makes it a good problem to have to as a Leeds team to come into this uh, Premier League and then have that type yeah. of um, aura about how you guys carry yourselves on the field, which is yeah. it, it's tricky. Yeah, it's a test for your players, but at least it's a it's a better test than having them fight with uh, next team at the bottom. Yeah. Take it easy, guys. <laughs> Take it. Listen. <laughs> if next teams play, you can you can give guys that are you know rusty that haven't had match fitness. Uh, you can try out new combinations. Yeah. Let's talk about Nick, 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 we're just having, Nick, we're just having a go at you only because we think you're going to survive. That's the only reason we're at you. Uh, previous shows were feeling sorry for you, pity. Now we're going to survive. Now we have to go at you because you're one of us. You're not uh, a guy who's going to be in the Championship anymore. So we have yeah, to we were, everyone, everyone did get very PC when they, they were thinking, oh, wait, you know, the prophet of doom is, you know, you're speaking the truth. And I think everyone started taking off the handbrake a little bit now that you guys are doing a bit better. Morsa, mm. enough of Newcastle. Their time is coming. Crystal Palace, this result for Chelsea, I mean, this is a big result. Liverpool have just gotten, they get the win. And you know they, they yeah. move forward for this Champions League position. Now we know this top four this top four spot is it's gonna be hot. It's gonna be a hot race right. to the end. And Chelsea yeah. didn't just come and, and get the three points, they absolutely ripped Crystal Palace apart. And he's played what's his name up front? The new boy, the German boy. What's his Habits. name again? Havertz. And he yeah. didn't just have a good game, he had a phenomenal game. I wouldn't call him that new anymore. He's been there for a while now. It's just <laughs> he's no, we haven't seen him. <laughs> yeah, we, we haven't, haven't seen, seen him like on, uh, in this kind of form, you know, where um, where he looks like the product that we had purchased uh, last season, and he looks like he's got the touch and the sharpness back. He looks like he's opening up more plays. I think he's happy in the position that he's playing as well now, where he can actually go out and lead the attack with uh, uh, the likes of Pulisic. Uh, around him, and that's it's 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 exciting for me to see combinations like that coming in the field. We've seen, I think, we've given players like Werner too much of an opportunity to get his goals and his goal scoring form right. And now that we are so close to the end, it's good to see the the depth of the squad. I was I was thinking about the depth of the squad last week in the EPL, where I saw Thiago Silva coming on back into the squad, and thinking our depth is really good, but then. It, it fell apart very quickly uh, as, as we started the game. And now seeing this this kind of rotation happen in the squad and seeing it come and work well is, is very exciting for me, I think, as a, as a Chelsea fan. Knowing that we've got likes of Zia Chifana, we can still also come in and try and create some more for the team. Yeah, but Mosa, what do you think the secret was for Saturday? Because, I mean, Havertz all of a sudden, that, that one touch that he had, he didn't score the goal. But it was absolutely yeah. brilliant in the final third. He fixed yeah. the ball over the man's head and has the shot. And then you've got Kristen Pulisic, who in my opinion, I'm a huge admirer of the guy. And for some reason, another player that we haven't seen too much of this season. But the two of them were on the field and the two of them were absolutely rocking. 
So what do you think in terms of moving forward for Tuchel now? I mean, he's, got, he's lucky he's got these players in disposal. And I think we've said it time and time again in terms of if we're talking about second best squad in the league, Chelsea is definitely up there with the second best squad in the league. I mean, you've got to be excited. You've got to be looking at the top four chances and going, regardless of what happens tonight for the Champions League, you know, we're banking on that top four position. Ooh, I wish I could say that, you know, it's uh, the, the points that you dropped the week before uh, affect us severely. Like, uh, I, I look at the squad and think we are very, very talented in the players that we have in all the positions. But sometimes uh, the, 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 we draw a little bit too many times. And uh, sometimes we have that blip where we lose a game. It's fair to lose a game, but I wish we could just go on to win uh, a few more of the games that have uh, come our way so that we could protect ourselves. At this point in time, it's everybody's in it. I think uh, from the top four, Man City and Man United are probably the safest at this point in time. The rest, it's all a scrap. It's you just say scrap. probably. <laughs> Man City, probably. Man United are probably. I think they are, man. I think it's a set in stone. Man City are going to win the league. Did this guy Man United say, are fighting. This guy, this guy like, said, oh, do you say all? Fighting for league. Man United are fighting for nothing. We just fight, we just, no, 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 not, not for the league, we, for top four. We, Oh, no, yeah, we sorted. Man, Man City are sorted in the top two. Uh, maybe. Like, you, you guys are nine points from the rest of us. But the hey, rest man, of I us thought you team. wanted to give this guy confidence about the league. He's got no chance. No, 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 no. I'm secured. Me and Man City yeah. are secured in the top four. We are secured. We are sharp. Yeah. We, we are secured. We are secured. That's what I meant. That You guys are the... The two he Manchester teams are. You just used the wrong Yeah, words. you guys are probably the the the, the safest teams to compete for top no, they, four. They are the safest. They are. They're in there. Man United. You never know with Man United, Man champ. Like I, I feel like I've seen a lot of good character from Man United come through this season, but it's still so 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 tight and so busy there. The top, the three behind Man United can all go and compete against Man United, and that's why. Do you think? I do you know. think there's a chance of that happening? So, so you saw you, you, yeah, so you saw our performance. You saw our performance this weekend, and you like these and he guys says are, that. Not, are not going to make top four. Come on, man. Probably, Come guys. On. It's the same word. Probably. So, Ole, yeah. So Ole you guys out. are doing well. Ole, Ole, Ole out. out. You guys. Yeah, I have to give you respect. This is the same Tottenham <laughs> that you had played earlier in the season, and you completely capitulated as soon as they started getting their goals in. This season, your character, or this time around, your character is a lot stronger to get the result, but. There's that big but. You're still within reach of the teams below you. It's seven games left. If you flunk three of them, then it's, it's quite, but it's don't, quite difficult. But don't forget, you guys, no, no team below us is guaranteed to win all their games. That I can yeah. assure you. That yeah. I can assure you. All the teams and below also, us will not win all their games. I can assure you. Chelsea, Chelsea, lost, Chelsea can... It, exactly. Leicester lost. You know what I mean? Chelsea, if Chelsea can lose to, to West Brom... And 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 tell and what's this and uh, Leicester and Leicester can lose, bruh. Anyone can lose in the Premier League, man. But Man United yeah, don't do not lose away from home. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> not lose away from home. At home you can beat us, but away from home we've never lost. So we Look, still uh, and, and also on that point though, Celo, on that point, I think Man United are close to breaking the record for the most consecutive away wins. I think currently they're sitting on 23, which is also something completely going under the radar. No one's talking about it. But he, I think he's like three or four games away from the record of having the most consecutive away wins, Ole Gwala Solskjaer, because he feeds his children at night, apparently, and doesn't feed the ones that die, allegedly. But I, I do want to say that... Um, I, would, Nick, I would feed the ones that die as well. <laughs> and his son, you see his son's come out backing him now. His son yeah, says, so, no, my yeah, father he's, does he's, feed me. He's, 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 he
I think his son is like 17 or something. Yeah, he just did. Uh, <laughs> but um, Mosa, yeah, uh, Pumalani's come out saying, you know, Kurt Zuma is a problem for the Chelsea team. And I found it very interesting that he finally scored a goal from a set piece over the weekend. It was one of those where I was like, hey, finish like Mosa and not like Nicholas Killers. I thought that was an interesting <laughs> sort of scenario. So I want to ask oh, wow. you, though, Kurt Zuma, you know, is that still a frailty when, you know, Settle's talking about inconsistencies and teams dropping points. Do you still think there's an issue at the back for Chelsea towards the run, the, this run-in in the final, final end of the season? Yeah, there is an issue, you know, like uh, Rudiger has done well uh, every time he's come on. Uh, he's, he's showed the, the, the reason why he wanted Lampard out, uh, because he felt like he wasn't getting a fair opportunity. But the other defenders that were there was Kurt Zuma and um, uh, Thiago Silva. And uh, they they are international uh, defenders in their own right. Uh, they've done very well for club and country before. And... You, you, it's easy to understand why a manager would give them confidence to actually go out and perform. Um, I think the, the loss against West Brom, um, we got to take that with a, a pinch of salt. You know, it's like um, we did lose 5-2, but before that we had only conceded uh, two goals in like 12 games. So yeah, it, there were frailties at the back before Tuchel came in. He changed the system and he closed up a lot of those, those frailties whilst he was giving different defenders a chance. The players who did fall away was Kurt Zuma and Thiago Silva got injured. And to see him come back on this past weekend and come back with a goal, I'm sure it must be, you know, uh, creating a lot of confidence for him as a player and also giving the players around him a little bit more uh, comfort to know he's in the squad. That's my thoughts on it, though, because, yeah, that, that backline, uh, there have been a couple of changes in that backline and it's been for the better. Can, can, I just, okay. can, I just, can I just correct Nico there? Uh, I said that Man United have never lost at, away from home. We are on a 24-game unbeaten record away from home, carrying over from last season. What can we say? The, the team doesn't want to lose at away from home. <laughs> um, we, win, we win or we draw. We don't lose. We haven't lost. We went to uh, Anfield. We went to Stamford Bridge. We went to Etihad. Uh, we went to St. James's, the Fortress St. James's Park. Uh, <laughs> so, so we to all the, so we uh, We just need to go to we just need to go to Ellen Road. So, yeah, we still need to just go to Ellen Road. Um, and then what else? I can't even think of another team that we still need to go away. Oh, look, I don't know Selon, else, stop, stop eating. We, we, this is focus for Chelsea. Your time is coming. Hey, please, this. Man. No, you had a great weekend. We know. Imagine if Man United was to get top of the lot. But Nico said something. I'm addressing a comment. A comment. He said something. He said something. I'm just trying to comment. No, it's fine. It's fine. Nico, you know, keep those comments coming. It keeps it on his toes. He doesn't like being ruffled yeah, a little bit. Before we move on, uh, last thing about Chelsea. Carry on, carry on Nico. Yeah. Final thoughts for this Champions League game tonight? I'm super excited. Uh, it is the Champions League. It's the best teams in Europe. Porto has a lot of character in their squad. Uh, players who can bring it on the night. But I'm super excited of the way we're going into this this game. You know, we uh, got a 2-0 result the first leg. Um, the, if we show the same intensity and the same quality that we had over the weekend, I think we should be safe in then looking on towards... Uh, uh, is it Real Madrid afterwards? Which yeah, is no, also hey, exciting. Hey, 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 it's Real Madrid or Liverpool. It's not over yet. Listen, I think it's Real Madrid. I think they said it's Real Madrid. Pencil <laughs> 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 Madrid. 
<laughs> so yeah, man, I'm excited. Uh, oh, so you, are you writing with, all the best. I think Tuchel came out saying after the last game, saying, you know, Porto is an emotional side. And what I like yeah. about a, a cup or a tournament that involves a cup is it's, it's about the emotion, the feeling of it, if you get it right. And if everything just aligns at the moment in time. So despite the fact, I think the one thing that works in both their advantage or in Chelsea's advantage is the fact that this home and away tie is completely dead in this scenario because they're playing at the same stadium. So it's yeah. a bit weird going into this game going, they've got an away goal, we don't because we're playing at the okay. same venue. But Porto do welcome play? back the talisman this tonight. They played yeah. in... Uh, where did they play? And I think okay, the last round we played in Portugal, if I'm not mistaken, eh? both legs. Yeah, but I can't, now I can't yeah. agree with this, Nico. Chelsea aren't going to the final. Let's take it easy, man. Come on now. What is this? Nico, you're right. Nico, you're right, sir. Matthias yes, is a Chelsea fan, bro. Yes, He's a Chelsea fan. <laughs> you know no, the top, sir. No, right, enough of this Chelsea No, but Claudio, let's, let's be fair, Claudio, man. I think... But Claudio, uh, but Claudio if, if, if you're allowed to dream, Musa's allowed to dream, bro. Don't kill a man's dream, and, bro. And your dreams are very big, so my dreams are fair. Our <laughs> big dreams are still more probable because we've got five champions no, league trophies under our name. This is true. The facts of the dream. Come on, this, the dream is not going to take us. No, no, no. <laughs> Nick, you can about, also no, talk no, about the history. About, go for yeah, it. We're gonna, exactly. Go we're going to talk about history. We're going to talk about history <laughs> now. a history lesson now. When I saw, when I saw the lineup to this, the man, you know, it's interesting. The Premier, this is the Premier League where, you know, it's the most watched league in the world and you've got Steve Bruce in the little picture, you know, where they show the lineup, you've got five yeah. defenders lined up with two strikers and three in the mid. And when I laughed, at, when I saw this, I was laughing my head off. I was like, only Steve Bruce would do yeah, this and say, I'm not being attacked with two guys up front. But hey, Steve. hey, Nick, now's your time. Let's talk about history. Nah, and history from this weekend. Listen, the man is still a donkey. Um, I still, is <laughs> absolutely clueless. And to be fair, um, you know, one player sort of got him out of, out of jail. In the, at the end of it, you know, uh, the quality of sort of Wilson didn't really show, but the quality of the one man, St. Maximan, the main man of the weekend in the Premier League, team of the weekend, let's all give him that. Because those small wins for my team, uh, making the making the Premier 11 for the weekend. But, um, you know, he was the difference. Uh, we were very poor in the first half, uh, looked like we were going nowhere. Uh, VAR did kill us a little bit. We should have we should have had a penalty. penalty I think yeah. we, we can talk yeah. about that. But uh, you know, San Maximum comes on and he gives us that little bit of um, that little bit of edge. You know, he's got a bit of um, he's got quick feet. He's got some creative uh, brains behind him. And you know, where Jollington offers us nothing and Dwight Gale offers us nothing, you know, he gets into the box. He had a thirty second impact. Pulls the ball back for Jacob Murphy, and we're back in the game. And then, obviously, that that goal, I I think it's it's fantastic. Probably poor defending, but you know he he still had to run from within pretty much his own half all the way to the box and sort of take on Tolkovsky and sort of knock it into the bottom corner. You know, so that was the that was the 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 sort of cherry on the top for him actually coming in. And from what I understand, is he had to actually ask Bruce to come on the field. Um, when he was what? when he spoke, yeah, Who? when he spoke, makes him to ask him. But why didn't he start? Is he meant to be injured or what? So, like, why didn't well, they start? They're, they're both coming back from injury. So, Alan Shearer said it perfectly. He's like, if they if two of your best players are sitting on the bench to play. and they yeah. are fit enough to be on the bench, they are fit enough to play. So, it's not yeah. like we are 10 points 
clear from safety. We have Fulham literally down our backs. Now we've got West Brom. Mm-hmm. You know, you're playing against a Burnley who, if you win, suck them into it. You know, you need to you need to go all out. Um, fortunately, he brought, you know, I think this, this was the earliest subs he's made all season, 56th minute. Um, we normally make our subs with 15 minutes to go. Um, but from what I understand and what I heard, uh, so Maximum said he told the coach that please give me a chance and show me what I can do and let me prove myself. And then obviously he didn't allude too much to it afterwards because I think he would have probably got bruised <laughs> into shit. Um, but most of the plaudits just went to say Maximum himself. Um, you know, for me, right. it's three points. It's three points. We, we we'll take it. I think we're playing against the West Ham team. That's it's going to be a tough game. Uh, you oh, know, obviously, it's. But for me, playing at home, you know, we played against Spurs recently and we put on a good performance. If we can start with, with Wilson, say Maximum and Almiron, I think we've got every chance of at least getting a draw. Um, and you know what? Maybe help you you two fight in there for for the top four four spots. Yeah, they do. They do. They do. They do need some help because West Ham. Us three. Us yeah. three. Look. <laughs> Who's the third? Oh, that's three. Uh, you know, you know what I will say though. What I will say though is, I think, I think, yeah, he's gonna, you're gonna annoy this guy. Listen, Dan, please, please, you have, you have our permission to please just give Celo the most amount of shit that you want to. You allowed to. Whatever. Yeah, because, 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 because I'm, I'm Darren's biggest rival in the show. Yeah, I'm Darren's biggest rival in the show. There's no one else who's a bigger rival to him. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it just it just shows the success of my club that that that, that Liverpool's my rival, Leeds is my rival, Manchester is my rival, ah, Arsenal, easy, Arsenal is my rival. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. That other blue team, that other blue team, I, I don't know about it. It can never be my rival. <laughs> I think the Leeds Man United rivalry is more of a it's more of a deep hatred for each other in in the, in Yorkshire and Lancashire than, than yeah. actual, actual yeah. football itself. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Darren, that's why you're not it. sitting next to Silo. That's why you're not sitting <laughs> next to him. Just in case we weren't sure. Good, it's a regional we one. Sure it's, gonna play out. it's a regional one. It's good, man. But yeah, uh, that yeah, other blue team that plays in at at, at Bridge, I don't know about it, man. It's just a team. Okay, Chelsea oh. have had their they've had their, their moment <laughs> in the sun. Yeah, yeah. Nick, back in. Nick, uh, Nick, 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 wait, wait, yes. wait, wait, wait. Scott's come out saying, Come on, Nicholas, come on. He's like, yeah. what do you do different then? He says the guy doesn't win, he's a donkey. The, the guy, guy goes win. and he wins, and then he's you're still he's calling a him a donkey. Uh, so Scott's not impressed with the treatment of your own manager, Steve Bruce. How do you no, how no, do you no, respond no. to this? Because, no, because and I said, and I said, I said, <laughs> yeah, this before. I, I agree, Karen. He's a donkey as well. And, and if, Scott, if, Scott, if Scott watched enough, if he if he watched enough episodes in the last couple of weeks, I would have given him the stats. A manager that 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 has the worst the worst record in Premier League history is him. Out of if you average out all of his clubs, you know his style of football doesn't change. He's got the same squad plus Wilson, same Maximum and Almiron to what Benitez had. And Benitez consistently finished. We finished tenth and thirteenth with him. Yes, we finished thirteenth with Bruce, but we've regressed with better players. So that's why he's a donkey, and he'll remain a donkey. And, he, and I hope he he leaves at the end of the season. I hope he he saves us, but it won't be up to him. It will be up to the players on the pitch. Look, I think I think with with Newcastle as well. Like personally, I said it on the show 
on on a few on a comment a few weeks ago. But I honestly, I would never want Newcastle to go down because they are they are a big club, and you you want the big clubs to be in the Premier League. So, yeah. but also at the same time, I know their ownership, uh, Newcastle's ownership's been a mess for the last ten years, uh, yeah. or whatever the case is. I'm sure Nick can, well, obviously you know better than I do. But yeah, you you need a clean up a clean up from the top, and I don't know if that's going to yeah, happen. From the top down. Yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent. I agree with you. Bruce needs to go as well. Eh? It's, no, it's, he does. No, but yeah. like you know, I'm actually a bit annoyed about that, Scotty. Um, because what what more what more must he do? He's playing against Burnley. Away from home, yes, to be fair, there's no fans, and he sets up with five at the back. And we he's made Bernie, yeah, he's made Bernie look like the flamboyant uh, side yes. in the Premier League. Yes. It's, it's we've crazy. Won, <laughs> we've won, we've won two, we've won two-one with a moment of magic of in six minutes by by a magician. And now, yes, what more must he do? He must he must just go play with a bit more intent and yeah, play the players yeah. that are on his bench. Bernie looked looked dangerous that first half, eh? Yeah, because they just. Well, they just bomb the ball into the box there. They look very dangerous from set pieces. But, but to exactly. be fair, to be fair, we, we dealt with it and we got the points. But I would just like a manager. You saw the tweet that I posted. Warren Barton from the early night from the early 2000s said it straight and literally perfectly. We just want a guy that goes out there every week and tries to win. We won't win every week, but we must at least try. And we're not mm. trying. We just look like we'd, mm. we, we'd sleepwalking into relegation, but fortunately, we might just have enough points to survive. You contrast that against Leeds, like the, the, the effort and the, the approach that he does come into the game. Yeah. But also, you say you contrast. contrast that, Mota. You say you contrast that, but then they, there's, there's the man over here, Nick, saying you know he wasn't in agreement with Bielsa. But there he's going all out attack and he's sitting mid-table, and now he's not happy with these men defending with five guys. At Turf Moor, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not no, saying. I'm saying. I'm saying defend exactly. I'm saying defend when you need to defend. You're gonna go play against the city on another day. Yes, it worked this last this this last game. But if you go and you play against City like that again, you might potentially concede five. Like I said earlier, I mean, ultimately, I, I trust in Bielsa. So whatever he wants to do. I never want him to leave. I don't care if um, we'll never be in a relegation scrap with him at the helm. But but yeah, to be able to push for top four, top well, I wouldn't say top six because we're pretty much pushing for that at the moment. But but top four, uh, yeah, we we won't be able to get away with that. Uh, just let me give you this comparison. Let me give you this comparison. Look at uh, Brighton and how they play. They play in yeah. a very similar style. Very much attacking. Play out the back. Let's go. Obviously, yeah. the quality of the players show show through. The quality yeah, of the players, yeah. Leeds versus Brighton, uh, look where they are on the table, both teams. So, yeah. yes, I understand setting up with five at the back against Burnley. Claudio, that's what I'm saying. It's not against Man United. It's not against Liverpool. It's against Burnley. All right. So, so one more <laughs> thing about Newcastle, and then we're going to move over to the let's, next let's, topic. Let's, the next let's, topic. Let's, let's get his touching lineup there. Give us a but yeah, update, be, before we say that, I just want to say we're going to do a little bit oh, of improv here. We, we're going to do a little bit of improv because Mark Johnson's asked us, who do we think is going to be the Golden Boot winner? And we'll get to that after we, Nick answers this question. Scott's last sort of question for you is like, what would you do different? What shape? Who plays? Who doesn't play? Yeah, I'm not going to go to the starting lineup because players can slot in there. But we played with a diamond with four at the back and a diamond and two up top. You know, we went to Everton and we, we completely outplayed them. 
You know, I'm not necessarily saying we've got to play in a certain way, but if you're going to play with five at the back, I'd like to think, you know, when Chelsea play with five at the back, it's actually three at the back. And you've got yeah. uh, sort of uh, overload on the yeah. wide area. Yeah. We, Fair sit, yeah. we sit with five. Well, like, what are you going to do? You can slip Jitch five. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like when you see the five, you know they're going to be five. They're going to be five. You can, you, can, you, can, you can draw that beer on the line and just fight five yeah. people. So, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, what, what can you do? I, I would just like to, you know, whether he plays with three or five or four at the back, you know, there needs to be an end product and not just sit in and kick the ball to Jolinton and hope that he can hold the ball up because he's 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 got the touch of an absolute elephant. All right, and there you have it. That's Nick's uh, overall opinion and final thoughts there. <laughs> touch of an elephant. Now, let's talk about the players that more, more delicate touches, so to speak. Um, like I said, Mark Johnson's posed the question, and we're going to answer it. Who do we think is going to be this season's Golden Boot winner? We're going to start with Darren, and then we're going to make our way through to Mossa, Nick, Selo, and then I'm going to give my opinion there. Let's have it there, so, Darren. So, so I saw the list this, uh, today, I think. Um, I think top scorer is Kane on 19. And, uh, and Salah. And Salah yeah, on 19. Salah. And then, then it goes Fernandez, then Bamford. So obviously, I would love Bamford to, to be up there, but uh, I think he will probably end around third. Um, but yeah, I think... Um, Depending on how Liverpool end the season in terms of uh, if they go on a bit of a run, um, I think Salah could still be up there and get the golden boots. But I think, um, yeah, so between Salah and Kane, I'm hoping Bamford, but I think five goals off is a bit too far too far behind if I'm, if I'm being completely yeah. honest. Too far with so few games going, huh? Yeah, exactly. But he's, I mean, he's I... done amazingly, to be fair. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, even being contention, I remember at some point uh, during the course of the season, he was actually like number two, very yeah. close to the top. Uh, yeah. That's very, very good. And it shows the, the, the spirit and the, the attacking focus that uh, Bielsa brings to the club and gives uh, the confidence in the strikers, I suppose. Yeah. For me, uh, I, I know Salah is, uh, is up there. Um, uh, Liverpool have done well uh, over the previous seasons. But this season, I don't see them being as attacking as they, they, they could be. And uh, Harry Kane has been doing a lot in terms of carrying his team, whether from like it's a... Spinning too much. Role. Yeah, maybe doing a little bit too much to, to an extent, you know, because yeah. he sometimes come in, comes into that number 10 role, then moves into the number 9 role, which is a lot for a player of his uh, striking progress. But he has managed to do it. And um, to rule him out would be... Uh, difficult in my my case, so I think uh, I'd go for Harry Kane in that, in that regard. Mm. Yeah. Okay. What's interesting is um, if Man United get more penalties, you know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, you know all, all all the penalties, all the penalties go to Leicester City, brother. You know, actually, Man United are number four on penalties this season. Um, Chelsea, uh, Leicester, and I think Man City above us. <laughs> uh, you get all the VAR decisions. You guys this, is a, this is a soft spot for Simo. Remember, he was convinced that the media were, were Nick, chowing them. They weren't getting penalties because the media was Nick, chowing United. This Nick, is soft. Nick, what do you mean you get all the VAR decisions? It doesn't VAR, it doesn't media. 
Have you seen the video? Yeah. And then he said it was goal last game. He said it was stop talking like that. Do you know Darren, the video? Darren, Darren, against Darren you know it's nice. Yeah, we just I just cast my reel across the screen, and Celo just bites and bites, and then I just reel him. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, um, but okay. but um, for me, but you, know, no, you know the truth. For me, for me, it has to be for me. It has to be Harry Kane. Um, I think he's he's going to score. He's going to score a few more goals going into the Euros. I think he's going to have to hit form or yeah. continue his form, and um, I think he'll run away with it. Probably not. He probably won't run away with it. I think Salah will be close by, but I think the two of them will run away with it um, and and sort of open up a gap. Yeah. No. I I think. I think definitely um, Marshall, boy. I think Harry Kane I think Harry Kane I think Harry Kane will definitely will definitely get it. I think I think you know Salah is a weird one, hey, because Salah's the only one in the front three of Liverpool, um, that traditional front three that's scoring. Um and he's a, he's quite a selfish player. Um so I think he will still get a couple of goals. So I think maybe Kane will probably win it by one goal. Um two Probably not, but not like he won't win it by like three goals because Salah is quite a, diff- uh, a selfish player. And the games that Liverpool do have, you know, games against West Brom, Palace, yep. Southampton, you know, exactly. Leeds, um, teams that that that, that might uh, be leaky in defence. So I think he might still get a couple of goals, but I just feel that Harry Kane is the guy who who carries that you know that Tottenham team. Um and and he showed it obviously this season you know 19 goals and he was injured for a long time as well um yeah. he missed probably like eight games I think where Salah's been mm. available for more games than than Kane um so I think Kane but maybe will, Salah's will been sulking for eight games so far this season but that's true Tot- so he sulks as well yeah Tottenham would be Tottenham would be be nearby Newcastle if it wasn't for Kane if it is. <laughs> 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 no, doing too much, man. Kane is doing too far, much, far too, too much. much. The man is defending much. the final ball on the line there. Then he's scoring. Then he's the def- and also we're going to talk about the United Spurs game, but you can't like realistically, Celo, you you hit the nail on the head there. Liverpool's running here towards the end. On paper, is the better running. Salah, regardless of what happens tomorrow night against Real Madrid, if they if they get knocked out, and I say if because I'm a Liverpool fan and I'll dream until I die, but if they do get knocked out, Salah's got one thing on his mind. He's going to go out for oh, the golden boot. That's what he gives yeah. a shit about. And That's you know what? The, the best thing about Salah right now is he's not playing well and he's somehow he's still scoring goals. He's True. getting into yeah. the right positions. He could have scored he, early. He probably has a bonus. He probably has a bonus in his contract about being top scorer even. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised about like a goal scoring. I know Harry Kane... Harry Kane does have a goal, a, a, a goal um, bonus, you know, in his in his contract because obviously Spurs, uh, you can't really earn that much at Spurs. So there's like a goal uh, bonus in his thing where if he scores a certain amount of goals, you get a bonus. So that's how you can maximize his salary at, at Spurs. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree with my chicken. It'd be crazy if Timo Werner won it. <laughs> Did he say Timo Werner? But. Uh... No. Not golden boot. Just quickly, what's the number? What's he, what's the, the golden boot number gonna be? Twenty-five. Well, yeah, yeah well, how many no well we've got twenty-five. Yeah. What seven games to go? Yeah. They're nineteen. Nineteen at the moment. Yeah. I think twenty five. Yeah, twenty five is realistic. Max max twenty seven. Max twenty seven. Oh, fair shot. If you fair play shot. against Southampton, if anyone's playing against Southampton, you can bag a couple there. That's, that's Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. 
Salah, <laughs> he's going to be out for blood. I'm telling you, that's that's and, my and, 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 and Liverpool's playing Newcastle, so. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 we played five. Five in the back there. He's gonna get beyond the. He's gonna get beyond that big spot. <laughs> I know it's. I know it's not on the agenda, but how was West Brom beat them three 0 yesterday? Capers. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you see that's that, yeah. that, that's and that's and that's and that is the thing is that is that Southampton are so open, guys. I remember that game yeah. against City where they lost six two, whatever it was. They are so open. They try to be this team that can pass from the back. They think that they can like keep the ball at the back and do stupid things. But actually, they, <laughs> that, that coach, he's yeah. he should be coaching a bigger team, right? Where they can do these things. But he's coaching a yeah. smaller team, so he's trying to implement big team things at a small team. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. You know what I mean? You need to adjust to the players that you have, and that's why they con- they concede so many goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, true. True. Just to move on to the game, Liverpool-Aston Villa game. Um, you know, this was an interesting one. This was close to going the other way yet again at Anfield. And in the end, the player who wasn't selected for England rolled up his sleeves and showed the manager who was watching in the stand there, Gareth Southgate. Oh, big... no. Yeah, he showed them how big his balls early on in the 90th minute. So that was that was delightful. I mean, it was delightful. It's got a, we know as Liverpool fans, he's got a great set. Um but, you know, the defending thing is the big issue. And in this game, it was interesting. It was one-sided. It was what it was. Liverpool were pushing forward. We equalized before half-time. VAR come out with that bullshit technical one-centimeter, millimeter nonsense yet again against Liverpool. I think that's the 11th or 12th situation Microsoft throughout the paint. season. <laughs> yeah, Microsoft Paint. <laughs> Did you see? You couldn't even see where the ball was getting kicked from. And they were yeah. running it as a offside by a millimeter or whatever yeah. centimeter that they figured. Yeah, it's I know. Just, it's rubbish, man. It's shocking. And the worst, I, the worst I, I part about that, make decisions like that. Have you guys seen those lines? How thick they are, though. It's ridiculous. Yeah. If they if if they just drew, yeah. drew the lines thinner, like it, it should be, then it wouldn't actually be offside. It's crazy how they work. It's, they, they need to tweak but the, that. that but know. I'm also convinced. Like, they definitely not, have he's to not tweak marking it. this up correctly. What if his mouse? What if he's not using the proper mouse or his mouse is out of sync? Then all of a sudden you are. <laughs> no, I, I know you're joking. I know uh, you're laughing at. But when I design, let me, let me give you an example. When it's VR against Liverpool, it must be the mouse. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying for everyone now. I'm saying for everyone. But what I'm saying is when I'm designed and it's pixel perfect. Yeah, but when it's pixel perfect, I can even be out sometimes just because of if, if I've selected an area, then it jumps out. Now, you're telling me a guy who's selecting this thing like this isn't going to be out. So now you, you mention me. And he's a referee. And he's a referee. And he's a referee. He's not even a pro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he can't read perspective. He can't read perspective. So he's waiting for this thing to tell him how much the guy's out or not out. And I saw where he drew the line. I was like, this guy looks more offside, uh, more onside than what the defender looks like. But yet somehow, because of the sleeve of his shirt, and you can't see the yeah. ball anyway. Irrelevant sort of discussion. They hit us on the counter-attack. We know that's sort of where Liverpool, they, they broke through the lines. Our two center mids get sucked in. And then the same thing happens as our center backs. And Watkins, who's had a hell of a season, talk about golden boot. Obviously, he's not there. In that sort of conversation, but he's been clinical for Aston Villa, and then they gave us a hard time. But decent, decent sort of side on the counter attack. Um, there are a lot of comments coming in, are there? What's going on there? VAR, so much doubt. Hey, wait, uh, yeah. Scott yeah. and Marcus, are you reunited hey, yet like, again? Yeah. Hey, I like, I like the fact that uh, he, he, <laughs> he what's put, put what of what of is it? What of uh, what of Dick's players there? Is it Dick's player there? Is he one of your players? <laughs> <laughs> he's, 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 he's spying on me here. 
when I Google the guy, when I Google the guy, it says he's a tax player. No man, he uh, used to uh, he uh, used to play for Tux. Okay, okay. So he's not Cats, one of your players now. Cats, you you you'll know him more so. No, he's not one of my players Cats. now. He actually moved to. I remember Cats played. Yeah, centre mid. No, was he playing striker? Yeah, he moved to the arch rival there. No, he oh, moved gosh. to TT recently. Yeah. Uh, yeah, see, but Claudio, but, but, so, but Claudio, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, 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 so Claudio, how do you feel about how do you feel going into tomorrow's game? You know, I think obviously it's a confidence boost. Last minute winner, Enfield, Enfield is like I think someone was saying that that the, uh, those were your first two open uh, open play goals this season. Uh, yeah. No, sorry, this year. Sorry, this calendar year. This at, year, at 2021. Yeah. The, the 2021. So doesn't that give you confidence going into uh, tomorrow's game against Madrid? Well, yeah, yeah. I man. I feel like if there was a time for them to do it, it had to be Saturday. If they didn't get that result on Saturday, the, tomorrow's game is a complete walkover. It's one of those scenarios. I think they, sh- they had the moments. The two moments in which they scored were the moments of Liverpool of old, which is fantastic. So that was exciting. And I think also when we're looking deeper into it, they showed character and they showed some fight. And I think that was important. So for tomorrow's sort of scenario, the only thing that is dangerous and makes me chacharach is that when I'm thinking, <laughs> when I'm thinking about all of this and I go, hmm, how did Real Madrid set up against Barcelona on the weekend? How did they set up against us? They set up defensively and they hit us on the counter. And now yeah. they, they're not going to do anything different tomorrow. They're going to do exactly yeah. the same thing and they're going to wait for their moments. The difference is we've had shit teams like Newcastle scoring against us in the new, in, on the counter. So why can't a team like Real Madrid hurt us? So tomorrow the boys are going to have to be 100% on it. And that's the only thing. Yeah. Not saying it's impossible for them, but if there's one game all season that they're going to have to be switched on for, it's going to be tomorrow. And yeah, the sad part is I, I don't think that you guys can keep a clean sheet. So you guys can win 2 1, for instance, right? But you need to win two 0 and that's and that's yeah. and that's and that's and that's, and that's the tricky part. I think we, yeah. someone said it last week. Is that you know? Yeah, I, sorry. I, I, I just want to. Uh, my says you all used to play for tax. <laughs> <laughs> that's <weird. laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> yeah. Darren wanted to say something. Darren was. Yeah. So I think if if there was a full if it was a full Anfield tomorrow, a different story. I think. Yep. Then a definite comeback comeback on the cards. But yep. yeah, the stadium being empty it's, must be eerie, you know. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't rate that they can um, come back. Look, I hope yeah. so. Um, uh, to be honest, yeah, good, good, good redemption there, Darren. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. do want to come back yeah. on the show. I think said the yeah, right yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Darren. I'll send you the link. Yeah. No, don't, don't, don't say it, Darren. Just be truthful, sir. Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd rather English club go to semis than, than Real Madrid. So I'll say that. Okay. Okay, Chelsea, Chelsea will you know, do it for us. Don't worry about it. for us. All right, guys. We're gonna, is, we're gonna speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Demosa. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, like you know, um, uh, if you're going to go to uh, Anfield uh, in like uh, the last year, you're going to be worried that you know you're going to have to break down a, a, a fortress. Now, uh, it's exciting to go there because, you know, yeah. there is an opportunity to get something from the game. And yeah, of course. Real Madrid, the team that we've travels got well. We've got, we've got babies playing at the back there that I think are younger than Richard. So, uh, what do you want? What do you want? It's one of those things. Um, all right, guys. Now, we're going to touch on this quickly only because it's still in the conversation for the top four battle. And we've got West Ham 3, Leicester 2. And I think someone here on the show keeps saying Leicester like choking. And it's pretty much I in the time... It. 
Yep. Well, I, I knew you were going to say that. I kind of lined you. I'll set you up for this. <laughs> <laughs> you should have done this. You should have pointed this way. <laughs> you see, you see the, you see that you cast the real there. You always bite, Claudia. Always yeah, bite. I love it. <laughs> He's the big tuna on the show. Hey, but listen, man. I'm, 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 I, 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 I say big facts. So, so, so I said it. I said it, and I remember. You did. Uh, who was the guy? What's his name? Um, that show, man, was it, uh, is it like Nikhil or who's it, who's it, Claudio? There's a guy, man, who used to comment, man, I think it was an Arsenal fan or a Man United fan, he used to say that, no, man, Leicester's going to make it this season. I said no, because I felt that they choked last season, and I felt that Brandon Rogers is a choker. I, I, that's what I felt. I felt that because parental guidance, because, parental because, guidance is advice for the show, but yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. Ah, come on, man, come on, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> The, yeah, the proteas are focused. Come on, man. Uh, so, 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 so I always felt that Brendan Rodgers, um, he, he, he messed up at Liverpool when he should have won the league title. Um, yeah. And then last season, he had a seven-point gap on, on, on Man United, I think it was, or nine-point gap on Man United. And we clawed that back in terms of, like, I think it was a six-game six um, stretch. Now... Yeah. Leicester used to be closer to Man United. Now they're closer to the other teams than what the they rest, are to Man United. The rest, you know yeah. what I mean? So now it's yeah. uh, West Ham guys, point behind. Come on. But guys, come also, on. I mean, in this game against West Ham, they had three of their starting 11 suspended because they broke COVID rules. So I don't know how much you yeah. point the finger to Brendan Rodgers. Madison wasn't yeah. there. Also, so Madison's completely killed any England prospects in this sort of yeah. instance. Vox broke in COVID. There was the other, I, I forgot the other two players. Uh, Jose name. Perez made in Newcastle United. Yep. Yeah, there we go. That's why disobedience. And who, and, and who else? And who's the third one? Who's the, who's the third first? The other one's the sentiment with the afro. Oh, uh, Chowdhury. 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 Yeah, Chowdhury. Nah, come on, Chowdhury doesn't yeah. start, man. Didi and Tillman start, so doesn't that doesn't really uh, impact? Uh, medicine but I think there, been... there is some backroom problems there too. If, 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 if from what I've heard, on fair, 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 like that, yeah. fair. Mm. Seems like they are then, I guess. But but I I feel that. Leicester, man, they're just messing it up for themselves. I'm just trying to look at their fixtures now. Um, uh, they've got, uh, they've got, they've got the semi-final for the FA Cup this weekend. Okay, cool. Then they have got West Brom, Palace, Southampton, Newcastle, yeah. Man yeah. United, Chelsea, Tottenham. The okay. last three games, Man United, Chelsea, Tottenham. No, guys, come on. That's, that, that is tricky. That is tricky. Done. And then, and then West. Yeah. If you look at a, come on, man, guys. I think. No, I think no I think, yeah. Now, you know what? He keeps bashing Wonga for saying what Wonga's being wishful. He's hoping for what would happen instead of what will happen. That's Nick. No, Nick's taken Wonga's. He's the role on there. Um, but just so, so, okay, let's focus the prospects in West Ham for the scenario. So, West Ham get the three points, huge three points, considering Chelsea win, mm. Liverpool win. Um, now, West Ham are still in the run. They're one point behind Leicester. We all know, we all kind of saying there's going to be a bit of a slide here, but West Ham sort of, I don't know, prediction towards the India guys. I can they do it? It has to be a slide. Listen, for me, for me playing them next week, I'm not, so like it's a hit and miss for us because, or this weekend, because we are expected to lose, but they've proven also to concede a lot of goals. And I yeah. think they can be there for the taking. They score a lot, but they also concede. They're very open at times as well. And I think Richard has said it many times. They ride in the wave as far as the wave will take them. 
And if they get to Champions League, that is a bonus. If they finish in the top six, it's a great season. If they finish in the top seven, it's a great season. Where where did they finish last season? 17th? Yeah, so I Richie that says it's gonna be the best team in Europe next year. Hey, that man, that's why he's not on the show yet, because he knows, he knows. But <laughs> I agree, I agree, but I do think you know momentum very well could take them into it because there are so few games. Mm. I think if this was happening sort of maybe with 15 games to go, it might disappear. Yeah, it so yeah. it could literally swing both ways. They could continue or they could end up maybe having a little bit of a poor run towards the end. But who's going to yeah. stop them now? Only Newcastle United this weekend. And next week, I think. <laughs> it but depends on their running, I think. I th- I, I'm looking at the running now, guys, and I think they, they're big, their only big match... Um, uh, I think is against Chelsea next weekend. Uh, okay, let's okay. Let me let me say Newcastle because Newcastle relegation and Brighton. Those are two relegation um, teams, but they got Southampton guys. If if you got Southampton in uh, in your running, you know that's three points. Yeah, they yeah. on holiday already. Though. Exactly, they're already thinking about what they're going to be doing uh, in, in in June. But guys, what a story for West Ham to be in the Champions League. That would be yeah. epic. Would be nah, not for me. Liverpool top four, and I'm not with that. <laughs> <laughs> I second that close. Not for me too, yeah. man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. The one we've got to talk about, the big one for the weekend. Why? Because goal difference doesn't count in the Premier League. Who cares what Matt was saying last weekend? Yeah. We're looking. Spurs one, Man United three. Spurs take the lead, have a lot more of the ball go into the defensive nutshell that they do, and they completely, completely don't know what to do after that. Cello, so, the floor so, so is I yours, think, I, th- I think the first, no, the first thing to ask, guys, is what do you guys think about the disallowed goal? Do you guys think it's a foul or not? Absolutely I, joke. Absolutely ridiculous. Joke. Ridiculous. I've never seen that in my life. You know, you, you, you're just moving. It's a, it's a movement. It's not like an elbow or a, or a clenched mm-hmm. fist. You know what I mean? You're just moving and then yeah. son, you know, just... Falls to so the wait, ground. Let, let me let me put it that yeah. let me put it this way. If the ref blew it, yeah. If the ref, yeah, 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 it's cool. I, I if he blows it, okay. yeah. If but he blows VAR it, it's okay. Turn that over. Yeah, yeah, if he 100%. blows it, yeah. If he yeah. blows it, cool. You you've blown. You know what I mean? You've seen yeah. some. You've been seen a hand. You don't know how the impact was on the hand. I'm mean, sorry. You don't know how mm-hmm. the uh, the impact uh, of the hand was on the face. You blow whatever. Yeah. You just see the guys falling down. Sharp, cool. But now, VAR says. Look at it, and then he looks at it, and then he decides that it's it's a it's a foul. It's ridiculous, man. I think the game's gone soft. Um, yeah, nah, I agree. The game uh, has gone soft. The game it's, definitely it's, it's fucking, a soft game. Fucking, so can I make a comparison? Can I make a comparison, Silo? Look how uh, Sean Longstaff gets absolutely no, I kicked saw that. in the head, I saw and then that. and then Son goes down for a flick in the in the face. I, I wanted I wanted and to tweet one it. gets called one gets called for a foul, and the other one the other gets one called no, it's not a foul. Yeah, late, the foot was here. Tarkovsky's yeah, foot was right, was right, was right here, and Longstaff just literally touched. The, yeah. Was about to touch the ball, and then Longstaff somehow, even though he didn't kick him, he kicked the ball, but he still missed him. I don't know, like how he missed him. No, but, like, he kicked lost... his head. He kicked his head. You hear him screaming. You actually hear him screaming. Oh yeah, he's screaming. Okay, yeah. You can hear him too. He gets connected. But um, like, okay, and I'm gonna go back to another sorry instance with VAR where last night, our West Brom, West Brom was a, a goal conceded. The reason from the VAR room was, I don't know if you guys saw it, was 
they couldn't determine if the player was offside or not because the angle that the camera was looking at, the VAR <laughs> angle, was being blocked by another West Brom player. So the on-field on decision had to stand. Okay. But you can clearly see that the man is miles onside. So if West Brom, mm. say West Brom went down because they lost that game and they didn't score the first goal, go and, go and look, re-look at it. It's unreal. How many, I think there were four or five decisions this weekend, VAR-wise, where they absolutely cocked it up. Oh, man, it's ridiculous, guys. Uh, but, yeah, I think, yeah, um, then we considered the goal. Uh, but, yeah, but the case, I, I just want to touch on, touch on what Darren said with regards to the hand and the VAR thing. And, I mean, we've seen fouls given for that, okay? And that's without VAR. We've seen the fouls yeah. sort of given. Yeah, yeah. The biggest issue I think that we can all agree on is the fact that there's like three or four phases after that. So if it's given then, then, then fine. But the game has continued because the ref didn't think it was a foul. Now, so for VAR to say, go back, check it. And I think it was also mentioned that the guy in, in the VAR sort of room or whatever wasn't experienced because he was learning the trade. So he wasn't saying, go make the decision. He was just saying, go have a look. So it is, it's one of those interesting sort of scenarios where you go, okay, in football, we've kind of accepted the fact that these soft sort of fouls are given in live sort of play. But don't use VAR now to rule over a result because of that. Yeah, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, going back to the... The, the getting kicked in the head thing is very interesting for me. And this is how VAR supports the notion of getting kicked in the head is okay. Because one, if we are actually analyzing the scenario, in, in lifetime, he gets kicked in the head. He gets kicked in the head. Why? Because the, the, the player is more, he's braver in the scenario and he knows what he's doing when he sticks his head there. He knows there's a chance of getting kicked in the head and he's gambled on that because at that moment in time, Newcastle are absolutely desperate. So he puts his head in there and he gets kicked in the head. Now we go back to VAR. So that's a foul. Done. It's a foul. It gets kicked in the head. It would be a foul anywhere else on the pitch. Yeah. Now go back in VAR. Ref doesn't give it. Now what you're seeing, you're seeing the players actually following the ball. So he has no idea where the man is. And he's clearing the ball. And then the player sticks his head in. And that's what saves him at the end of the day and why it isn't given. So it's one of those scenarios where how much of it, should, where should we be using VAR? Where should VAR not be used? And also... How are we using the technology? Are we using the technology the right way? It should Rubbish, be used. Like, there are all these factors. And I understand it. Yeah, I mean, I understand you're going to have to curb it. You're going to have to learn it and everything else. But right now, they're just not getting it right. Anyway, no, as you were there. And, 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 also, the, and also, the, also, they, 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 they showed the replay for, 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 for what's this, Chris Kavanaugh, um, where the flick. So they don't show the part where Son is trying to grab on McTominay. So they don't show why McTominay put his arm up. Because obviously Son was trying to Son was trying to grab him and he and he was trying to grab Mm. him. So he's trying to just just say, hey, don't grab me type of thing. So they don't show that part to the ref. They don't show the flick. And obviously the ref just sees a flick and says gonna say it's a foul. Where he doesn't look at actually what's happening in the act in the in the moment. But yeah, it happened. I was distraught. I was angry. Wanted to throw my phone and like as soon as as soon as Son scored because like the bloody guy who fell on the ground just scored a goal. Uh, but yeah. I was like, okay, you know, it's okay. Let's see what happens. You know, my team, uh, they've shown in the past that, that we can come back from anything. And especially it spurs soft team, as Roy Keane says, soft, 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 <laughs> soft, 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 <laughs> underbelly. A team like that, you know, they're not going to... But that's uh, not even uh, a joke. I know Moss is laughing, but it's the fact. It's true. It's they, why they, teams can't true, get over I'm thinking the first leg of the season, they never looked that soft in the underbelly, you know. Uh, Man United something happened. Something happened. Yeah. Something, and something I have happened. to be your, your character. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Too. And I, I, this this time around, I'm giving United a lot more character. I've seen a lot more BMT from a lot more of the United players when uh, they are up against the ropes uh, this, as the season has progressed. The guys yeah. have come to the party well. And that's why like, uh, I have to credit you guys. You 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 do look like that top 14. Yeah, that, that was hard for Mosa. That was hard for Mosa. It's hard. It's hard. We've got to say that Ole is getting, he's getting these red boys. He's getting them up for the big games. That, but, you know, but, apart from being a, a pure tactician and all of that, they're showing up for these games. They're showing more character against the bigger sides than what but, their opponents are showing. So credit there. But what, but what we want as, as a fan base, right, is that we want the second half performance to be the performance that we start the game with. You know what I mean? Um, cool, mm-hmm. granted, yes, we did get the goal that got disallowed. But also, mm-hmm. we want to, you know, Ole always says something where at halftime or at the end of the game, he says, you know, I wanted the guys to play with a, a, a bit more a bit more tempo, you know, a bit faster, to make the passes faster. Why don't they play with the passes? Why, why don't they make the passes faster? You know what I mean? Um, you know, that's the question. Yeah. Um, and also, the amount of times you guys have had to come back this season is also exactly, like, it's, it's exactly. You know, I mean, we've, 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 we've uh, what I think they said 28 points. Uh, we've gotten uh, from a losing position. The next best in Europe and mm-hmm. uh, the whole of Europe is Bayern Munich at 22 points. You know, we, we had 28 mm-hmm. points uh, from losing position, which is not sustainable. It's not sustainable because mm-hmm. what does happen sometimes is that you then do get back to 1 1. And then for some reason, then it just ends at 1-1. You know what I mean? Against West Brom, for instance, it became 1-1 and that was the game. You know, so we need to be the team that is leading, that is dominating games. You know what I mean? So, but but the character of the of the, of the team is, is amazing. Uh, I applaud them. Um, great performance all around. Everyone performed uh, quite well. Uh, Fred even got a goal. Um, Cavani was a, was a menace up front. Uh, but I just, felt that, I just felt that Rashford should have been... Um, t- uh, Rashford's not 100 percent fit, man, and I and I feel sorry. F- I feel sorry at the situation because he wants to play, and Solskjaer's like, uh, I think he, he he knows his body, he can play, but then also rather put him on the bench and have Greenwood on, and then if need be, Rashford can come on for the last 13 minutes if need be, because Rashford right now is playing with an injury. He's playing with a, a back injury, playing with an ankle injury. It's not good. I hope he rests him on Thursday um, and doesn't start him against against Granada in the second leg. Uh, and then yeah, Paul Pogba. Uh, we just we're just hoping that we can keep him. Uh, he just proves, you know. Man United <laughs> dropped off and fell away when Pogba got injured. That's how that that's where the gap increased between us and City. When when Pogba was still in the team. We were probably three points um, uh, from from City, three or four points from City, and then Pogba got injured, I think, in the in the Arsenal game. So from there on, that's when the gap just it just grew because Pogba wasn't available. Now all the pressures on Bruno Fernandes to create chances, and there's no Pogba to take that to ease that pressure of Bruno. Because when Bruno's uh, playing with Pogba, Pogba can 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 be the guy who's, who's the creator, and that's what Pogba was. Pogba was the guy who was trying to create the most chances on on the weekend. Um, and you know, and he and and he and he got and he created a chance that was disallowed, and then he created the chance for Greenwood as well. So he, he had a great game. Did so you take Lin, Lingard back? Nah, nah. Let's 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 let's. Going make to Madrid. Money. You can't take him back. He's going to. Nah, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, <laughs> nah, let's let's make let's make some money. Let's make some money. Let's 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 try and be a proper football club for once in our lifetime, and actually and, so. and sell a player when he's doing well. Um, I'll tell you what, that, Rich White want to hear that. That didn't have space in our team. He didn't have space in our team, and we decided to put him on loan. Let's sell him, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's sell him. 
you know, um, 25, 30 million pounds. I'm sure we can get that in the Premier League. Um, it's an English player, English premium. Let's let's sell like how other teams sell to to us. Um, you know, let's 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 use the uh, Liverpool model of of ripping off teams sometimes when they sell English players. 30 million pounds. <laughs> 30 million pounds. <laughs> and that's a good model. And you know why that's a good model? Can I tell you why that's such a good model? Is Very because good. for the first time in I don't know how many years, Man United have slipped out of the top three on the most valuable clubs in four, on the Forbes list. And guess who's behind them now? Liverpool. And only by a couple, I think it's by two or three million. So that's a hell of a model. I suggest, yeah, you, you might want to be doing the same thing. So nice, nice one there, Cyril. <laughs> I, I, I want to ask you, I want to ask you two. I've actually got three or, questions or, here. Oh, when something close. <laughs> oh, and some. <laughs> I mean, it blew my mind that it's taken this long for them to. Prize money, prize money, Claudio does does end here. Okay, gents. So three, and this this is open to the floor. So the first question: Does should I mean Cavani now is in a situation where he's not renewing his contract? Should Ole Ole do what he what he can to keep him there for next season? Second question: Greenwood, absolute, and we've said this. He's, he's just a natural finisher. That bo- the boy is class. Does Gareth Southgate take him to England? And then the third question, Pogba, will he stay at the end of the season? That's, those, are, those are a lot of questions. And I think they, uh, if you ask what I would do, is different to what the club is probably going to do because the club just... I don't care what the club are going to do. I'm asking is, you. It's is, is not a well-run club. But yeah, with Cavani, man, Cavani hasn't seen his family since because of COVID. <laughs> Um and as I, I think he's I think his wife is going to give birth soon or has given birth or something here so he hasn't seen his child you know what I mean he hasn't seen his family they're all in South America Boca Juniors is offering him a two year contract obviously uh, Argentina and Uruguay next to each other um so what I would do because we need to reinforce other positions within the team and we don't have man- much money uh, the, the 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 rumor is that we've got a hundred million pounds to spend this summer so we need to get a centre back. A defensive mid. Those are the two positions that we need to we need to prioritize, right? Oh. So if we if we get in just those two positions, for instance, we could get a center back for fifty million pounds and then get a defensive mid for thirty to fifty. But if we've got additional sales from like a, a Lingard and, 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 and maybe like a Bayi or whatever, then we can probably try and buy. But let's try keep Cavani because we don't have money to sign and I don't think we can afford we can we can't afford our options, which is Haaland and, and Kane. <laughs> We can't afford them. So, <laughs> so I say keep Cavani. Um, and then secondly, with the, with the Greenwood thing, ah, oh, man, it's so tricky, man, because he's playing in a, in a, in a position where it's tough, man. There's Sterling, Rashford, Jaden Sancho. But yeah, man, he, I think he's, a, he's the best finisher, finisher of, of the lot um, after like Kane. Um, you know, in the front yeah, end quality because he, because he can shoot with left and right, and um, and just and he scored, knows where the goal is, man. Exactly, Jeez. he scored three, he scored three in the last four games. So, I would say take him as a Man United yeah. fan, but also I'd understand why you wouldn't take him. Um, and he's still young; I mean, he's 19 years old this year. Um, and then the Pogba thing, hey man, listen, me as a Pogba fan, I want the best for the guy. Um, and if he wants to leave, I'll support him in his decision. But as a Man United fan, I'm greedy. I want I want the best players at Man United. I want Pogba to stay. I think uh. um, I think I think Southgate will take Greenwood, but I he's not going to play much. Uh, he'll only play if um, there's a major injury or something. Mm. Uh, ten minutes. Give him ten minutes. Yeah, he, he's a good player. Uh, don't get me wrong. Mm. As much as it pains me to say, as a Leeds fan, but. Um, but yeah, he's a good player and he should be chosen, in my opinion. 
Um, Where do you guys think that would leave room for Foden? Would Foden not feature then? Or? I think Foden's. They might. He might not even make the squad. I think he's on the fringes. No, bro. he will. He will. But you know, I think. Okay, the rumor, is, I think. The, 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 the rumor is that they're going to have bigger squads for the Euros. So not a 23-man squad. So maybe like a 26, 28-man squad. 25. So if they do yeah. if, they, if they do have bigger yeah, squads because, yeah. of, because of COVID, then I think that players like Foden um, and, and your Greenwoods... Why and are they doing that because of COVID? They're saying that uh, in case there's like a... Like certain players get sick or something. Oh, fatigue, okay, yeah. fatigue, man. They do. I, I agree with that. They do need yeah, extra so, bodies. For so certain players, so five certain subs players a game. Sick. You know, it's yeah, one of those so five subs a game. Why fatigue? They've had a full season, like they would normally do before any tournament. No, but man, it hasn't been the same. It hasn't. Be, how can you compare it to a couple of weeks they've, after? They've played. They've played more games. Not more games, but they've played more consecutively than they. Than they they've had less breaks. Because they played Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Champions Saturday. Champions League sides, Nick. Champions League sides, when they play, it's one week following the other one. Normally, it's one <laughs> week when they wait. They couldn't know anything about those, my man. Forgive him, forgive him, guys. <laughs> they had a three-month break last year during, uh, during COVID lockdown. Yeah, but it wasn't. Right? I don't think they yeah. were training uh, in that three months. Everybody was training at home, and that's a very different. Leeds were, tra- uh, were training. Leeds were training. But what? That's why Leeds actually look so strong. That is the argument. Mm. The argument Jesus. about fatigue doesn't make sense. Then I understand if there's COVID cases, but they've no. You saying? You saying because they had a long break, they have no warrants for fatigue? I think we saying. Because they had a long break and not a good preseason, they are a lot more fatigued because of the yeah. tightest they're schedule. Prone, they're prone to more injury. They're prone I to doubt, more fatigue. 100% I, highly, I highly doubt they said fatigue. I'm sure it's because of COVID cases. No, they said COVID. But they... they yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Had, yeah. Had, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. could be... Other aspects which you need to look at, which, which I do agree, yeah. which with the, the, the small... Holistic the view, Nick. We look holistically at... <laughs> We're adding sauce. <laughs> this is why this is why this is why Newcastle is where they're at, guys. No, 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 no. <laughs> Liverpool are very, very loud about fatigue because they claim that the injuries are because of fatigue. There. You say we claim. No, you look do. Go go look, go look at the stats. Go look at our players. Not claim, and it's not just fatigue. No, 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 no. Gomez Van Dijk and Matip are not fatigued. My team is a chronic, 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 illness, chronic illness. Duty. No, Gomez is English, England duty. There's always yeah. um, international duty in the yeah. end season. Anyone can yeah, get injured fine. there. But now Russia and then, as well. And, and I told you and, about those and, international games shouldn't have been taken place before then, that injury and, happened. And then Van Dijk, um, Pickford, Pickford Madness. Mm. Yeah. I'm not entertaining this, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Give us something there. Give us something Gents, Gents I do want to say... What do I want to say? Oh, yeah, Nick, I wanted to get your opinion on the, the Pogba sort of scenario. Fuck, I love him. He must stay in the Premier League. I said it so from it the beginning of the year. Like, I want the best players in the world to play in our league. So, yeah. you must go and buy Mbappe, Claudio. Um, and, yeah, I think... Or oh, is he going for a free? He'll be a free. No, but he, he will get sold, probably. So, they don't... Yeah, he'll definitely get sold. Leeds are apparently going for Aguero as well. Leeds and Chelsea are going for a query. Yeah. Do you do well in Chelsea? United, if I'm Man United, I keep Pogba 
any I name the price he names the price I pay yeah. uh, whatever he wants you give him because if they can kick on from finishing second this season and potentially add to that squad and possibly yeah. find uh, someone there to help uh, slabhead there at the back they can they can really do something yeah I'm surprised that you mentioned you need another centre defensive midfielder. Yo, I in my mind I'm thinking you guys have a lot. McTominay, bro. Fred. Fred, McTominay, but, and Matic. But, guys, but don't forget, Matic is old, right? So Matic needs to go back. He needs to leave. Yeah. Matic wants to play more games, so uh, he wants to go back to Benfica, which is cool. I'm happy that he can go back to Benfica. Um, and then uh, Fred um, is not a good passer of the ball. He's good at getting back the ball and 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 mm. disrupting. McTominay is not a defensive mid. McTominay is a box to box. Um, as I said, he he can he can contribute in goals. He's got he's got the most goals for um of the f- four of them, like Pogba and them. He's got the most goals as 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 Mc- as a midfielder. So we need we need someone we need someone uh I like Dean. Dean can stay, listen, dude. I like your, no, your opinions. Dean, sir. But but Dean's talking about this. Pogba, 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 Pogba Pogba doesn't wear Nike. Pogba doesn't wear Nike. Uh, but, but uh, but yeah, Pogba wipes the floor with, with all the midfielders at, at the club that Dean supports. But yeah, uh, but as I, as, I, as I was saying is that the thing is it's 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 like you need a defensive mid so that you don't play McFred because he likes playing McFred. You need a midfielder yeah. like like a Kante, like a, a Fabinho, um, like like a Ndidi. Uh, like um, a Rodri, who can hold their own, a Casemiro, who can hold their own by being a midfielder alone. You know what I mean? Mm. Ah, no, Phillips, you can keep. Don't worry. We're looking for, we're looking at Rice. I want Rice. You know, someone <laughs> who can just hold the midfield uh, alone yeah. and then Pogba can play next to the person. Speaking to that, yeah. about that Pogba, I think the fact, Claudio, you asking that question, if they weren't to finish in the top four this season, so they more than likely will, I think that's Pogba gone. Um, you know, I don't think he's going to stay without playing Champions League football. So I think them I finishing think in the position anyway. that they did. You think so? Yeah, I think but he's made no, his mind up, man. No, but you know the problem is with with Pogba leaving is that um, clubs don't have money and clubs have other priorities right now. You know, the, mm-hmm. the big clubs that that the, the team that he wanted to go to is Real Madrid. Real Madrid's priority right now is to sign Mbappe. Well, they will do whatever. Mm-hmm. They will take out 120 million. They will still even sell Eden Hazard if they can. To somehow find that that deal to to, to get change. it, and obviously, and they obviously trying to yeah. build. They obviously um uh, what's this um uh, um renovating their stadium and, and putting a roof over it, and that's costing a lot of money, putting a hole uh, in, in in their pants. I think it's tricky. Um, Juventus, yes, but Juventus also don't, doesn't have money. They need to they have to do weird things. Juventus sign players for free and then pay them so much money. Like Aaron Ramsey is like top ten highest paid players in Italy. But it's because they're going for free. Adrian, Adrian Rebio, same thing. You know, so Juventus have to be um, think, clever about it. But I think this this next transfer window is going to be a very very interesting one, largely because look, Nick was asking the question, where does Pogba go? You've made some valid points, settle. But I think it's going to be very interesting because the clubs are downplaying the amount of money they have because uh, of COVID. No, 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 they're downplaying because they're saying of COVID, oh. and this is a rhetoric that they're pushing, so all the deals can come down a little bit. But and we all forget the master. Exactly. And we all we all need to understand the dark arts master, Mino Rayola, however you pronounce his name. Pogba's yeah, agent will do whatever it takes and he will get the buyers for their players. 
So no, you watch he, these these transfers still happen. No, no, true, true. He he he's he's a wheeler dealer, you know what I mean? But I just want to answer what Scott says here. Uh, if Juve say they want, they'll give us Ronaldo plus Pogba, uh, for Pogba, hey amen. Uh, Juventus will have to give us Ronaldo plus money. Yeah, sure. Because of the age. Because of the age. Because of the age. No, because of the age. Because of the age. Drop mic. Drop mic. Just because of the age. End of the show. End of the show. Pogba's 28. Ronaldo's 35. I'm not taking a 35 year old for a 28 year old direct swap. Um, I would rather. I need money as well. But you're not sure. getting more than twenty million more. Yeah, money. Some, not you know, give us something for, for Real Madrid. Uh, I but mean, then for, if it's uh, uh, direct, direct swap, now nah, I'm, I'm I'm okay with it. I, I'm I'm not gonna uh, do that. Rather, right? You know, you probably get the money from t-shirt sales alone. Yep. No doubt. Yep, yeah. and yeah. considering actually a, considering a that they just money. dropped out, they've just dropped out of that top three on the Forbes list. That might be yeah, a, the right way to go. Yeah, it might be the right way to go. Gents, on that note, pretty much final thoughts before we wrap up. Uh, I just, I just, Let's I just, just, just want to <laughs> say um, so we, we haven't said much about this, but uh, for the first time ever, two South African teams are in the CAF Champions League semi-finals. Amokusa Mahle, Keza Chiefs, Mafana and Mamelodi Sanders, Mafana style. Um, they're in the CAF Champions League semi finals, so it's great for Africa, for South African football. Is it semis um, or quarterfinals? Quarterfinals. So, two, 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 two South African teams in the quarterfinals for the first time I, ever. I believe really, really, Mafana really can cool. get some confidence from that. Hey, man, they need to actually. <laughs> they must, they need to. That's true. That's definitely true. Otherwise, I'm all good. On that note, I saw also Peter Musumani was also like um, uh, voted the best uh, uh, manager in Egypt as well. So now South African doing really good. These guys are up, they, so. they're doing good things, but Bavana, worst worst thing mm. ever. <laughs> long story, <laughs> long story. You see, Jomasana Jum- threw his name in the hat there for the job. Marcus Carlos as well. the man, the man can't get his car. Marcus Curry to be careful there. <laughs> telling us about Pepe, I'm telling you, Pepe's emotional. Pepe will get under the skin. He's worse than a, a rat. He's worse than a wart on the back of your backside, dude. That like is terrible. Terrible. You'll no get. Way, All right, guys. Let's also, go okay, Chelsea. before we go, before we go, uh, we are going to have a little a new show where we do talk more local football. So, if any of you have a name for us, I'll settle's throwing out the name Cassie Flavor. I said that was too overplayed, too overused. So, if anyone else has another name, please drop it in the comments. Let us know. And thank you very much for everyone who joined us. We had a great turnout today from Nico, Marcus, Scotty, Pumalani. Darren, Darren's Darren, debut. Darren's debut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darren, Darren, thank you so much for making a debut. And thanks, a lot, thanks a lot, Darren. And all the best yeah, to Leeds United. I hope that you guys finish ahead of Arsenal. I think we're going to. <laughs> I, 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 I was uh, hoping Wanga was going to be on so I could uh, chirp him a bit. But uh, yeah, I think we will end up <laughs> above Arsenal to be fair. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me on. It's been great, guys. Um, yeah, and uh, Claudio, good luck for Monday. Or, or but um, yeah, let's hope for a Leeds win, guys. Yeah, Leeds all the way. Leeds all the way. I was completely, I was completely confused there. I was up to Champions League tomorrow. Why is he talking about Monday? I was completely, completely confused. Was like, uh, well, <laughs> after tomorrow, you won't have those problems. <laughs> you won't have those problems. Also, I just want to say thank you to you, Mark, Mark, for joining us. Mark for joining us. Dean, what do you think for joining us? And then, yeah, my, yeah, my chicken next, man. 
and Tamron uh, yeah. as well for jumping on. Everyone, thank you very much. We appreciate yeah. it. And we look Thanks forward to seeing guys. you guys on Thursday. And on that note, thank you so much, guys. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Cheers, cheers. Keep well, guys. Cheers.